All right, on today's podcast, we'll be answering the question of the day, which is how to eat sugary treats guilt-free. It is possible, I promise. (laughs) Welcome to the show. I am Tanya Burton, your host. I'm so glad that you're here because I know that means you're taking your health to the next level. And if you apply these simple tools and strategies, it is a game changer for your health long term. So if you enjoy this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend or family member that needs this encouragement um, and and support during their weight loss journey. So let's get into the question. So I had somebody reach out and say, Tanya, how do I eat sugary treats guilt-free? Like, is that even possible? Can I do that? I just feel guilty. And when I start a diet, you know, it's it's cold turkey. I'm not allowed to have this because it's going to ruin my progress. And then I feel deprived. And then once I start eating it, it's like good glory. I miss the taste of chocolate and I end up binge eating. What do I do? Where do I find the balance? So I'm going to give you four helpful tips of how to enjoy treats guilt-free. Um, if you followed me when I first started my weight loss journey 50 pounds ago, five years ago, uh, especially on Snapchat, I would post me eating donuts and cheesecake and pizza and I was eating all these treats and everyone's like, oh, she's just going to gain her weight back. And how is she doing that? Like she fell off the wagon. Little did they know that I applied these four principles that helps me to enjoy my treats guilt-free. That emotional baggage is awful on your weight loss journey. So learning how to cope with that uh, helped me and made my weight loss journey so much easier. So I'm going to share those helpful tips with you today so you can start implementing them if you struggle with the guilt aspect when you eat certain foods that you feel like you shouldn't be eating because you're trying to be healthier. So number one, plan it and plug it in. If it's that time of the month and you know you're going to want dark chocolate or ice cream or pastries, plan it out. A lot of times we feel like we don't have control. Yes, you do. You really do. And you need to know that you have the control and own it. And if you are tracking your food, and if you're not, I recommend that you do. If you know what's your favorite dessert maybe it's a cosmic brownie right you're like oh that time of the month i want something sweet i want something i want a little debbie plug it in to your snacks you know it's it's maybe like 200 calories i'm guessing um and then work your way back from it or i have a client and he enjoys eating a full hershey's candy bar and it is uh about 200 calories 210 And he will plug it in and he will work his way back from it. So he's planning which dessert he's going to have, which is his Hershey candy bar. He's plugging it in. And the extra step is knowing when to eat it. And his is always after dinner. So he eats really well throughout the day. You know, whether it's his egg whites or um, his sandwiches, his yogurts. Uh, he, He makes sure he's on point with his macros, hitting his protein, getting in his veggies. But after dinner is when he has planned and plugged in his Hershey bar. So, and it's guilt-free because if it fits his calorie goals and his macro goals and he makes room for it, I mean, there's no guilt in that. It fits, he still weighs less the next day, he's good to go. So he's learning how to enjoy uh, his treat without overindulging, over splurging or feeling guilty and not seeing any progress. Number two, this is huge. Change your thinking. Um, Society has done a really great job of teaching us this is good food, this is bad food. There's no such thing. Yeah, there's there's more nutrients and minerals, you know, in, in fruits and vegetables. Yes, it's better for our health. 
but you can eat anything in moderation. And so this is where I recommend to break that mentality of good versus bad is really apply the 80-20 rule. And if you do this, the guilt factor will be tossed out the window. You won't even have to deal with guilt when it comes to food. So what do I mean by the 80-20 rule? I want you to look at your your diary uh, of your food. And let's say the last, let's look at yesterday. And let's say you had about 10 items of food, okay? And if at least eight of those items were healthy, whole foods, fruits, vegetables, lean meat, and only two of them out of the 10 were some type of treat, you're doing great. That's the 80-20 rule. 80% of your food is whole foods, and then only two other options, items, are something um, that is more processed and something you really enjoy eating. So once you do that, you're going to feel so much better about yourself. Because so many times, how many people, when they think of losing weight, they think of, I got to be 100% clean eating, barf. Who wants to do that? That's not realistic, <laughs> right? And it's not, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. You've got to learn how to eat your treats and be okay with it and still make progress. As soon as you lose this all-in approach, your progress is actually going to be more sustainable. But if you're like, okay, I'm going to start meal prepping on Sunday and I'm only going to eat clean foods and I'm going to buy all the meal plans in the world, that's great, but it's not realistic. We've got to think realistically, what can what's sustainable, sustainable for me for the rest of my life? The 80-20 rule has not only helped me lose 50 pounds, but it's helped me keep it off. And showing my clients this technique of, okay, 80% of your meals were, were awesome. They were colorful, they were whole foods, they were from the ground or there were lean meat options, but then you had a bag of popcorn after dinner? Who cares? That's awesome. So they're learning how to have that treat and still lose weight, and it's realistic. They don't feel the pride. They don't feel the need to binge eat, which will prolong their weight loss journey. So I encourage that. Change your, change the way you're thinking of, of, your, of your food, and it will make a huge difference mentally and physically as you continue on with your health journey. Number three, Know your red flags, okay? Yes, it's great to know what you're eating and when to plug it in and and learning to change your thought process on certain foods of good and bad and just thinking them as food and and thinking of moderation and balance in your diet. But we need to know what's triggering the sugary treats. Pay attention. Is it certain emotions? Is it certain thoughts? Because we might need to take a step back and think, okay, how do I cope with stress? Because if I handle stress differently, I won't be tempted to eat desserts and then feel guilty for eating desserts, plus on top of the stress that I'm already dealing with. So be aware of what's triggering that and learn how to cope with it, whether that's talking it out with a friend or family member or getting a counselor, okay? Because if you you learn how to cope with emotions better, well, then your eating pattern is going to be better. It's not just all about the food. It's also what's going on inside that makes an impact. And also being aware of your red flags of being, um, if you start, like if you come home and you start snacking on some type of sugary snack, well, that's probably going to cause a ripple effect to continue eating them. Um, I had one client, she goes, I just felt ravenous and hungry and I just had a, a, a cookie and then before I knew it, I had three more cookies and I just keep kept eating them all until they were done. And I had actual no substance like of, of an actual meal for dinner. It was like a ripple effect. As soon as my body tasted that sugar, I just kept going and going and going and going. Like I've been there. I, I totally get it. 
So it's, it's knowing, okay, if I start eating sugar on an empty stomach, I'm not going to feel full and satisfied and I'm going to keep eating them. And then I'm going to feel bad for doing that. So knowing yourself and Hey, if I haven't ate in a while, and even that, that cookie is convenient. It's right in front of my face. I've got to eat something and put something on my stomach before I eat that cookie. My cookie will be my treat for eating something healthy. So <laughs> we kind of have to take it back to being like seven years old. Like if we want a dessert, you have to finish your dinner first. Okay, we, we kind of need to remember that rule that our parents and grandparents set for us. It's a very smart rule, okay? Um, so I encourage that. Uh, and my client's like, okay, next time I know. I'm going to have like a chicken wrap or a turkey wrap. And then once I finish that, have a cookie. Cause I, cause she had mentioned, I'd probably only eat one cookie instead of a whole sleeve of cookies. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. Um, so just know your red flags. What's going to trigger you, whether that's emotional, whether that's hunger, whether that's convenient sugary treats. If you do better with individual servings, pay that extra money to have those individual servings in your house. So don't just buy a big bulk of mini sized candy and think you're going to contain yourself and not eat them all. It's better for you just to have like one bar in the house or one container of ice cream than having like 10 different options. Okay, know your triggers and how to purchase items based off of that. I have one client that goes to Dollar General and they have, uh, or even a gas station, they have like those 100 calorie Snickers or Milky Way. And she goes, those are the ones I buy. They might be a more a little bit more expensive, but if I actually get a whole bag full, there's no way I'm gonna stop myself. I will just keep opening them and opening them and opening them. So if I just have one of those in my office, I can eat that one and know it's only 100 calories rather than taking that whole bag in, hoping and wishing I control myself around them. Right, set yourself up for success and it makes a huge difference. Know your red flags. One of mine is I know not to have anything sugary first thing in the morning. Like if I start my day off, with some type of pastry or, uh, you know, just something sugary. Okay, let's keep it at that. The whole My whole day, like mentally, I'm just like, I just beat myself up and I don't feel good and I just crave more sugary stuff. So I know now, don't do that. If you wanna feel good the rest of your day, wait for your sugary treat after dinner. Like that is my time, that's when I plan it, that's when I plug it in. That I just, I don't think about sugar until dinner time makes my life easier and I can control myself. Now, some people can have like a muffin for breakfast and go out about their day and it doesn't affect them. But for me, that doesn't work. So you need to know yourself and you need to know what's true for you and what's gonna help you out the most. It's not a matter of eating something sugary first thing in the morning and hoping you feel good about yourself. Just know yourself. One of my clients, she can do that and she feels great. I know I can't, so I, I set a time of the day where I can eat it and enjoy it guilt-free. And finally, number four, find support. This is huge. Find support in those who have conquered um, this issue, the situation that you're dealing with. So, because uh, it's huge. A lot of times we find support, we try to find support in somebody who's still struggling with the same thing we're doing. <laughs> so it's like the blind leading the blind. You're not gonna go anywhere. You're not gonna resolve anything. And you're probably gonna end up going out for ice cream together anyway because that's what you have in common. You guys just crave and cave into sugary treats and feel guilty afterwards. So it's important to find that support with other people that, hey, this used to be an issue and I used to battle this, I don't anymore. Talk to those people, find that support, whether that's in a Facebook group, whether that's on Pinterest, um, blogs, whatever you can to find that support of other solutions 
to do so that you can overcome this. And you can, you totally can. It's just a matter of finding new habits and a new thinking pattern that's gonna help resolve that. If you wanna take it to the next level and you want one-on-one coaching, um, right now I'm offering your first 21 days on the program. So if you've never done the program before, your first 21 days with me is $1. And you get three coaching sessions from me. And if you're interested in that, email me right now. My spots are booking up fast. You can imagine it's only a dollar. (laughs) But my goal is to help you get started and know what to do. So we break down your goals. We break down what you should be doing every day. And it's everything's customized to what's happening in your life at that moment from, uh, from your meal plans to what you should be eating, snack ideas, protein ideas, workout ideas, step goals, water intake, like literally everything is, is, is all from the basics of what your body needs right now based off of your height, your age, your weight, your schedule, your life, whether that you're a male that's 60 years old or you're a mom with twins, like whatever's going on in your life right now, my goal is just to help you get started and, and know that you have that support with somebody that's gonna walk you through easy and simple ways of conquering whatever situation you're going through so that we can go over that obstacle to continue on with our weight loss. So if you're interested in my 21 day program for just a dollar, email me right now at info at core1031fit.com and you can just say, hey, interested in the 21 day program? Um, We'll get started and it's just a dollar. That's it, just $1. So I hope that was helpful and how to handle sugary treats. Um, I would recommend picking one out of the four options provided today and just try it out. Like there's no wrong answer. You learning something new and applying something new is the only way you're gonna break this habit and feel better about yourself. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for the support. If you enjoy this podcast, um, I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback, what you've learned most or gained from it the most. Um, leaving a review, whether that's on my podcast or my business page. Love to hear from you, but have an awesome day. And we'll be back tomorrow for another question of the day. And the question is, how do I handle ravenous eating? That is a good question. And um, you're going to find out the answer tomorrow because I have been there. So I got some good tips for you. (laughs) Have an awesome day. Have an awesome week. And have a happy new year.